You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM with Mankiran and We are now speaking to Anita Huberman, President and CEO of the Surrey Board of Trade. We're talking about how the Surrey Board of Trade is optimistic about BC's throne speech but wants a tax review. Anita, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. Overall, what were your thoughts of the throne speech? Well, we're encouraged to see that the government, uh, the BC government, is going to focus on skills training, public safety, infrastructure investments, uh, again, you know, I have said previously on your show that Surrey and the South Fraser Economic Region, we've been left behind in terms of those types of investments. So uh, we are hopeful and waiting for the detail. The BC budget comes out on February 28th, and uh, we're going to be in Victoria to uh, really make sure that uh, we understand the BC budget and the economic investments that the D.C. government has made. Um, but there is a little wrinkle, and I'd like to speak about that. Exactly, and I think the wrinkle that you're referring to there is a tax review. That is something that you want them to look at. Give us an explanation on that. Well, one of the the main piece that we hear from the business community is bottom line erosion. Uh, they can't make the money that they need to because of the amount of taxes that they have to pay. And uh, so we're calling on the D.C. government for a comprehensive tax review and to review the administrative burden related to those taxes. And uh, a detailed report actually is going to be released in a few days later this week. And uh, we, we actually have called uh, for a very similar review at uh, the federal government level as well as the local government level, because business bears the burden of taxation. And, um, and yes, we have an obligation to give back to the community, pay our taxes for infrastructure investments, but when we're facing significant tax increases that are unsustainable uh, for businesses, it's very challenging to be an entrepreneur these days. Exactly. And I want to say also, you know, with COVID-19 and the pandemic, does that sort of add to more of the you know, challenges that businesses face? We're living in a new economic paradigm after COVID. I mean, we're still in the pandemic officially, but uh, labor shortages, um, which existed prior to the pandemic, but have really been escalated. Uh, new types of working methodology in terms of work from home environment. Um, you know, people's priorities have changed also as a result of the pandemic. Um, we also are living in a very different socioeconomic uh, paradigm from a global perspective where supply chain uh, challenges persist. Uh, we are in a war, and yes, that impacts that Russia-Ukraine war. That impacts Canadian businesses uh, at all levels. And uh, inflationary pressures, interest rates uh, increases, um, you know, these are uh, really significant challenges that create great uncertainty for entrepreneurs. And I was going to say, Anita, on top of that, there are a lot of concerns of a recession. I mean, we're getting news of layoffs. And so how are businesses feeling about that? Well, some, business, some businesses say we're already in a small recession. Um, but the uncertainty as to how long it's going to last uh, creates um, great anxiety is what I'm hearing because they don't know how much money they need to save for the year 
or for the uh, into fiscal 2024. Uh, business knows that we go through these economic cycles up and down. We're actually receiving an economic forecast uh, from uh, the Business Development Bank of Canada's chief economist tomorrow. Uh, but uh, business right now doesn't know, um, you know, how much money they need to save. Can they actually invest in capital infrastructure? Can they hire more staff in order to increase productivity? Uh, you know, these are questions that I'm hearing more and more from our members. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I was looking at your press release too, Anita, that you stress is that there needs to be major new investments to increase housing and services near public transit hubs around the province. Tell us more about that. Well, right now, uh, we know that the federal government has a 500000 a year immigration strategy. Surrey is the highest feeder a city in terms of newcomers, given the uh, services, um, you know, the wraparound services to ensure uh, progressive and productive outcomes for our newcomers uh, from all parts of the world. And so we need affordable housing. Um, we need it to be done in terms of a collaboration with the federal government and the local government to expedite housing approvals. Um, but we need quality housing. We need to build communities uh, to ensure we have livable communities that is not only focused on housing, but arts and culture, other amenities, uh, businesses, restaurants, music, uh, you know, really creating vibrant spaces with that housing along transit hubs so we can move people efficiently and effectively. And I think another really relevant thing that you brought up here, and I think it's because of what's going on in the news especially, said there needs to be a new Emergency and Disaster Management Act that would be introduced to better improve BC's ability to respond and recover from whatever might be in store. What exactly are you looking at there? We're very supportive of a more modernized approach. Um, We do believe that there needs to be a strong priority and emphasis on a partnership with the private sector, if we do have an earthquake, we're in an earthquake zone uh, in the Lower Mainland, uh, we need to ensure that uh, we're ready. Uh, we know where the generators are. We know where the gathering places are. Uh, residents, for example, need, need to know you know, where to go for food. Uh, we're not ready for a major disaster. Uh, you know, we saw great collaboration during the floods of uh, 2019. Uh, well, twenty yeah, well, twenty twenty one, I should say, and um, you know, really, you know, more of that needs to happen. We need to be more progressive, more strategic, and really ensure that every single citizen, as a right, knows what they're supposed to do, where to a- access resources for their families, for their workplaces. So we're pleased to see this, but uh, everything is in the details. Mm-hmm. And Anita, especially coming from the business community, anything else that you'd like to highlight as far as concerns? Well, certainly we also need to focus on making sure that uh, we are, you know, really leveraging our newcomers. Uh, we formed a trifecta economic partnership with newcomer organizations, education, and then us as a business organization uh, where we have an um, sustainability rate in terms of employment. So we upsell, reskill newcomers, 
and uh, we place them in businesses where those industries need them. Uh, government needs to add more resources around that and make it more easily accessible for organizations uh, to be able to deliver that kind of trifecta economic partnership, which is very unique and true. Anita, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. You take care. You too. Take care.